Let's get this shit. Let's get this shit. Let's get this shit. Let's go. Top of the morning. 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 Hey, what's good, y'all? Welcome back to another video. This video, we will be reviewing One Piece chapter 1058 titled New Emperor. If you want to check out that live stream, be sure to go check that out. Here's a thumbnail right here, and you can look it up through the live streams and go watch that and see me go through the chapter live, <laughs> obviously. But before we get into the video, if you haven't already, please be sure to subscribe to the channel as well as hit the notification button to get notified for more content that I put out. As well, if you're enjoying the video, be sure to hit me a like and leave a comment and let me know your thoughts on the chapter. So, without any further ado, let's just get into it, y'all. Boom, so this chapter right here, nice. <laughs> oh, nice stuff, Oda. You really, really, really made up for how salty I was with last week's chapter 1057. With all the letdown I felt, with Yamato not joining the crew, And with kind of the pacing of the chapter itself kind of seemed like, eh, whatever, I don't know. Just, you know, maybe I was just salty. It is what it is. It is what it is. It is what it is. This chapter right here, Oda, you was dropping some info. You gave us the stuff we wanted. Mm. This one has a little sweetness to it. But let's talk about the cover story first. Cover story, we see Caesar Clown trying to escape with German Double Six, begging Ichiji to take him with him. Well, that. But also on the frame, we see Reiji, um, I mean Reiju, Reiji, maybe I mess her name up sometimes, and also Niji as well. We don't see Yonji, he's gotta be somewhere in here, but I'm not sure where Katakuri and Oven is, but it looks like Caesar Clown is somewhat shielding them with his gas so they can't be able to see. Looking forward to see how this continues on, because the cold-blooded voyage continues to keep me interested. But boom, Oda plays no games. We open the chapter with straw hat bounties on deck. And what's also great is that we get something we haven't gotten in a while. The straw hat's just chopping it up and acting like a family on the ship, on the sunny. These are moments that we are always clamoring for. Sometimes we miss out on them, but this right here, really was great to see. Luffy being stuck in a cage, we got Zoro and Sanji scrapping with each other because of what the bounties are, which I'll start going through them shortly. And, you know, Jinbei learning that we don't play with letting Luffy do what he want, because Luffy was trying to be like, ha ha ha, it was fine, you know, Luffy didn't even do anything. I'm like, nah, fuck out of here. Surprise, motherfucker. We keep him on a leash here, bro. We don't let him act up. And everybody else is like, Frankie's like, ah, yeah, man, don't cross Nami. Stop it. Get some help. What's funny is that Jinbei was like, yo, what is good with this girl? She got Congress hockey? Like, he was shook it. Shook it. And honestly, to see a Yonko, a Yonko just caged up and beat up. Think, Mark. Think. You hate to see it. He might be. Luffy might be the weakest Yonko. <laughs> Hold up. Wait a minute. But he definitely has the lowest bounty of a Yonko. But speaking of bounties, let's get into the straw hat bounty. So as we get into the bounties, they name that Luffy has a fleet of 5,200 men. The straw hat grand fleet is now mentioned officially in the bounty poster information. And our crew is considered his nine commanders. Wild shit, son. So let's get through the bounties. We start with Chopper. Honestly, it went higher than I thought. They gave 
Chopper, a 1,000 berry bounty, a 900 berry bounty increase. They keep ODing on him, and my son had his whole Tanuki moment of saying, like, I'm not just, a, I'm not a Tanuki, like, I'm, I'm a fighter, I'm a straw hat, I'm a raccoon or whatever, not a raccoon, a deer. <laughs> See, Tanuki, raccoon, I messed that up. Um, But, you know, Chopper, 1,000 berries. Nami, salty, she says she'll even hunt herself. 366 million berries. Then we got your boy, Soul King, musician, Brook, 383 million berries, and he's just chipper about it. And what's dope is that we see there's a pattern here. Each straw hat, for the most part, got about a 300 million berry increase. But then we continue on the Frankie, the shipwright, the cyborg himself, violated. My man's face is not even on the bounty poster. They put the Sunny. They put the mast of the Sunny there. Fine, he's a shipwright, but goddamn, did him grind me. But Frankie, 394 million berry bounty. Then your boy God Usopp. Future Yonko after Luffy becomes the Pirate King. 500 million berry bounties. He's freaking out. He's upset. He can't believe it, but he knows it's lit. But then at the Usos bounty, things take a turn. Your girl, Robin Chuan, the devil child, Miss Poneglyph herself, 930 million berries, bro? Of course, of course. Bro, what? The government is scared of the knowledge that your girl Nico Robin got. Yeah, that's pretty true. The she is right there by a billion, bro. A billion berries. That's wild stuff. But we get into some of the L's I had to hold here. You know, what's life without a little bit of disappointment? And my sadness from Yamato not joining the crew was followed up by the sadness that Sanji has the fourth highest bounty on the crew and he's under Jinbei with one billion and 32 million berries he is now number four in the straw hat crew and don't say he's not part of the monster trio no more i don't want to hear it he's still the wings of the pirate king but fine you know sanji was a higher he was the number two bounty for a long time for us four years we had a w us sanji fans for a while so fine this is how it probably should be we know the series is not going to end with sanji being number four on the crew this is just for now let's just hold it down for now even though i have this weird theory that i feel like bounties won't even exist after this based on how the story ends like i'm not sure how the world government and how the marine situation is going to work out but i'm not sure if we'll still have bounties at the end of the story but continuing on how's been jimbei 1.1 billion berries makes sense you know my man was a warlord and he was on big mom's crew you know he he'd been out here in the sea for a minute and, and also you know his bounty was frozen for a little while when he was a warlord so i can understand why his bounty is higher than sanji's i just feel like sanji has some more impressive feats in wano but fine whatever but then your boy zoro 1.1 billion and 1100 berries number two your boy Pirate Hunter out here killing it. So much so that he just Sanji is salty and tight about it with Jimmy. He's like, he can't believe. Like he's like, screw you. Why am I below him? And Jimmy's like, are you good, man? And then Zoro with the clown move. He finally got his come up and it's been a while. Says, yo, just leave number four to his sour grapes. And boom, they just start scrapping. Yeah, what's good, Yonji? The hell do you want, Marcel? what you just call me? And of course we get the final bounty, of course, of our fleet captain, Emperor Straw Hat Luffy, 
3 billion, begging to be taken out of his cage while Sanji and Zoro fight. But then, you know, things get even more interesting. The information that Oda gives us here, I wasn't expecting. Oda gives us a full backstory on how Cross Guild was formed, how Buggy really wasn't OD masterminding this. He was just trying to fall in line because it was Crocodile's idea to do this, and he was all he hit up Mihawk like, "Yo, what's up, man? Like, I know you're really not trying to deal with no bullshit. Like, let's team up." And somehow, because Crocodile was coming to collect the debt that Buggy owed him, it somehow turned into a team up. And one of Buggy's men was Dick Rodney <laughs> fucking Buggy so much that when he made the promo material that Buggy kind of like made a little deal with because he was trying to be protected but Crocodile Mihawk, he put Buggy's face in the middle of the cross skill poster. So now Buggy is considered the mastermind of it all. And Crocodile and Mihawk was tizite. But Mihawk was just like, you know what? He can just take the fall for anything if this all goes wrong. So this kind of works out. Crocodile's like, yeah, you know what? Fine. And Buggy's not even trying to like be like OD in power at this situation. Like, he really just like, please don't kill me, please guys. Like he knows there's no game with them. You can't finesse these two. Buggy knows that they're smarter than him, so he's just begging for forgiveness the whole time. So it ends up working in his favor. But what's also dope is we get the bounties for these three. Nice. Bruh, Crocodile's bounty, Sir Crocodile, the real croc is back. 1.965 billion berries, bro. My son has had the OD level up, and this ain't the crocodile of Alabaster anymore. This is a different crocodile. I don't know how much stronger he really is now at this point. If he's, you know, had a lot of training over the time skip and, you know, as we've gone through more in the story. But he's definitely always been a problem. Like, you know, his bounty was frozen for a minute just because of a warlord. And, you know, maybe we should take Loopy beating him at that point in time with a grain of salt. Like... Maybe he just underestimated and didn't see it coming. But your boy Crocodile is back. And honestly, he was a solid villain. You know, he was the precursor to what Doflamingo ended up being, in my opinion. Just kind of a, a weaker Doflamingo. But I'm glad Crocodile's back in the story. I'm happy to see it. And I feel like Crossgill is definitely going to end up being more into the story. Hmm. Really makes you think. But then Oda gives us full confirmation about your boy Mihawk. The 3.59 billion berry bounty man lets us know that he is a better swordsman than Shanks. Confirmed. Not stronger than Shanks, because you know Shanks Conqueror's hockey is different, but the better swordsmanship is with Mihawk. So we know that my man's has a lot of work to do. And by my man's, I mean Zoro. You got a lot of work to do to catch up. You are like over two billion berries behind Mihawk. Not saying that's a power scale, because we know that's you know that's these posters ain't power scaling. But that just shows how big the gap probably still is between these two. And while we're talking about the gap between the straw hats, the fact that Crocodile is so much higher than mad people, who probably has one of the highest bounties in the game right now, especially when it comes to like a bunch of second commands, when it comes to the Leonko, like my man's is up there, close to two bill. So the fact that Mihawk is right there by four bill, higher than everybody in the straw hat crew completely is wild. But then, we get Buggy's bounty, which is 3.189 billion berries. High as hell. Higher than Luffy. Which, you know, with this point, we're learning that just because you have a high berry count doesn't mean they consider you a Yonko. You have to be somebody who seems like 
you organize or you do something that causes a real threat to the world. Like even though Mihawk's, you know, bounty is so high, he's an individual threat that's high, but they're not introducing him as a Yonko because he doesn't have a whole bunch of people under him. He's an individual threat, not a world level threat essentially. But I'm really grateful that Oda gave us the time to understand how Crosskill was built. You know, he gave us the bounties, he under he gave us how it was formed completely. He's showing us the dynamics between the three of them and he's letting us know what it is he could you know just skim past this like he usually has been doing sometimes but it feels like he put this information in more because they definitely are going to be more involved with our ending part of the story but from there we get to the final parts of the chapter we go to the revolutionary army and as king of lightning would say we're talking about sabo and a few good men Damn, it feels good to be a gangster. They're good money, but they're worrying about where is Sabo. Sabo's not nowhere to be seen on the, the Queendom, the Kamabaka Queendom. And they're trying to figure out, did he really do what they're saying he did? And Dragon's tight. Dragon's like, yo, if he did, if he murdered Cobra, I will handle him myself. Oh, no, forgive him. We know Sabo didn't really do it. Unless Oda's going to subvert some expectations. But, you know, we get to a scene where Dragon walks up to Kuma being like, yo, Tell me what happened, bro. What, what really happened? But then from there, we cut to the Navy Admirals cutting into a call of Sabo calling the Revolutionary Army and speaking to Koala. And they realize, and he's saying like, yo, it's me, Sabo. And, you know, now we're supposed to find out the truth. I doubt Oda's going to tell us the truth next chapter. I feel like this is going to be one of those things that we don't find out for a long time still. By a long time, I mean at least a handful of chapters or somehow a cutback. We're not going to get an explanation as to what happened immediately when we come back off break next week. Don't think that's going to happen. But overall, this is a solid chapter. I think this is a good get back chapter from the kind of diverse reactions that everybody had last week. You know, some people hated it and some people loved it. You know, I was with the former. I didn't really enjoy that chapter that much. But this chapter right here, 8 out of 10. Solid. Pretty solid. I think Oda hit all the beasts we was looking for. The pace was good. We got a lot of information. He gave us details that I wasn't expecting him to really flesh out. So I can appreciate that. We are going into the final saga strong and looking forward to what lies ahead. But before we end the video, if you haven't already, please be sure to subscribe to the channel with that notification bell to get notified for more content that I put out. As well, if you're never joining the video, be sure to hit me with a like. And Leave a comment and let me know your thoughts on this chapter. So, on that note, y'all, enjoy your life. I'm feeling great and feel the vibe. I'm really grateful we alive. And I'm feeling great because lately I've been on the way to something great. And I'm feeling like as I create like every day and I'm on to